You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning, I'm speaking to Skalkalo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape of the Republic of South Africa. Now, I'm looking at the markets, and I'm sensing again, as we spoke about yesterday, that there's a sort of a calm, but is it the calm before the storm? And I want to get inside your head now, Skalkalo, this morning, and seeing how you are thinking laterally. In the last two and a half months or so, it's been very easy for us to talk to each other because this is happening and that is happening. If nothing is happening, then you have to get a little bit lateral. I think I suppose the best game in town is to pick the next bankruptcy. <laughs> so our game today is who's going belly up next? Yes, exactly right. <laughs> With Lindsay and Skulk. Yeah, it's Lindsay, you, you, you know, we are sitting in crazy times. And, and you know, we said it last night. It, you don't even have to pick your, your smaller companies. I mean, come in existence for, for, for 70 odd years. Mm. I mean, SAA, we're looking at big companies, uh, you know, coming under the pressure. And <clears throat> the longer this is going to go on, I mean, this morning, we, we, we again at, at Brazil, you know, dropping their interest rates. Um, you know, so, and, and that is that is not just being generous. That is that is being desperate. I mean, you know, they they um, similar to our repo rate. Um, they've got what they call the central bank um, rate, uh, and that has now been dropped from three point seven five to three percent. And and that's just desperation. They don't want to see you know their companies or more companies you know going under. Um, desperate times currently. Really desperate times. It begs the question, and I don't want to jump off that, that, that game we're playing because we can continue playing that game. Yes. It begs the question, seeing that uh, the SA Reserve Bank got their uh, you know, bi-monthly or every second month meeting um, this month, which, which will, uh, they will come with an announcement on the 21st of May. So, so that's uh, you know, another two weeks from now. Right. Our, our current repo rate, which is similar to, to Brazil, is currently um, trading at, at 4.25%. Now, compared to Brazil, which is very similar to us, remember they also in junk. They've got a very similar you know, conundrum, very similar movement in the they, uh, the currency that that South Africa had. Um, economically wise, they're very very similar. So, yeah, they they're trading at three percent interest rates now compared to our four point two five. So just this shows you that uh, I think the Reserve Bank has got more than enough opportunity to to drop our interest rates with another one percent in two weeks' time, and that will just Put another spin of it. We need to get out there, or, or let's call it get out there to work to start spending this money. I mean, this doesn't matter, you know, dropping dropping the the, the the expense side. We need to start focusing on the income side as well. And I think that is the main problem. We need to start working. We need to start. Otherwise, back to the game. There is going to be a few go- companies going under. Yes, exactly. 50% unemployment as well is very interesting. This, the CPI is the one that I'm looking at uh, now. I've had the PMI. Uh, I know what GDP is going to be. It's going to be absolutely disastrous. I'm fascinated to see what consumer price inflation will be when the next print is. And I don't know when the next print is, but um, oh, you know, the rand's weaker, obviously. But the oil price is even weaker than the rand is weaker. So, mm. And with a complete collapse in demand. We could get inflation down at two to two and a half percent. I'm not saying at the next announcement, but by the end of the year, maybe we could go down as low as that, Skulk. I, I think we can. I, I think we can. 
I do however think that um, we should just be careful because um, when we know that, that uh, Boris Johnson said today that they're going to start looking, they're going to make an announcement this weekend how they're going to open up the UK. Mm. Um, also, similar to it sounds like what, what our level one and level two, level three, level four, level five is, they're going to look at what the next level is going to be for, for the UK, how they're going to open it. That announcement is going to come over the weekend. We know Trump over the last two and it was called 48 to 72 hours. He, he's mentioned that we need to open up this, this economy. And we know that when Trump wants something, he pretty much usually gets it. I mean, he, he said last year, around yeah. the, this time around, we want to see interest rates at zero. Why do other countries are trading, you know, uh, we want to be huge as well. So, yeah, they're, they're trading at a, at a quarter of a percent. So uh, when this economy is open and we start seeing some of these normalization, normalization, we, we're talking about the world price and we have this little bit yesterday that you think it's going to, the, the West Texas intermediate is going to hit $20 before it hits $30 again. And, and, I, and I do think that that, that that could be possible over the shorter term. But both of us know that over the longer term, that's not the case. If these economies start opening up, uh, you know, oil companies do not make money at current world levels, so we will see a normalization eventually. Mm. Um, and, and, and when that happens, watch out for, 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 for inflation. Inflation could be, could be a worry on the top side, especially if the rand stays at these, let's call it the 90, 19, hopefully not 20 rand per dollar levels, but 19 rand levels. That that could that could be a bit, bit of a problem, um, you know, going forward. But yes, I do agree. If if all all men unchanged as currently, I can't see why inflation why inflation can't go to your two to three percent levels. Let's have a look at a set of results from a JSE listed company, and it's also a company that is listed elsewhere. It's incorporated in the Kingdom of Belgium. It's a Euronext Brussels share code ABI. It's a Mexican stock exchange share code of ANB. New York stock exchange ADS code. BUD, obviously for Budweiser, JSC share code ANH, of course. I'm talking about AB InBev. And the products are totally disallowed currently in South Africa. I still don't understand that, but I'm sure that uh, cleverer people than me do understand that. But anyway, let me tell you what AB InBev, the fine purveyor of all sorts of things, in, indeed, and Corona as well. I think Corona is part of uh, AB InBev, isn't it? The Corona beer? Isn't I'm not a Corona drinker, so I can't tell you. Nah, nah, it was very trendy about uh, 30 years ago, but it's not anymore, not to me anyway. It says here, our business started the year with good momentum and delivered volume growth of 1.9% in the first two months of the year, excluding China, where the COVID-19 outbreak began in late January. Uh, and this is where it gets telling. The impact of COVID-19 in our global results increased significantly toward the end of the quarter. Consequently, our well, first quarter 2020 total volume declined by 9.3% and 3.6% excluding China. That's quite a big decline for a massive, massive company, Skunk. Mm. No, no, it is. And, and <clears throat> let's, let's start off with, with that is the bad news. Let's get that out of the way. Yes. Um, the, the, the good news, it's, it's better than expected. Because remember, if we you know, turn the clock back two months, well, two and a half months ago, they, we were just hitting into this COVID-19 um, environment where people started to lock down. And they came up with a sense now stating that they're looking at, at a decrease of 10%. So, so naturally, this is called 9.3% is, is a little bit better. I mean, it's always you know, funny you should say that, but a little bit better um, than, than anticipated. Because remember, after that announcement, there was a huge reaction in, in, in Anaza's 
price you know, and all of these exchanges. They've also subsequently you know, recently came out and said, well, they're cutting their dividend you know, in half. We, a lot of people thought we're not going to see dividends. So the market reacted fairly positive this morning. We, we, we're seeing hours are locally you know, 2% up. Um, and remember, the rand is also a little bit weaker. You know, on the, uh, I think on the dollar side, we're about half percent, half stronger. Sorry, the, the rand is also about half percent stronger. Yes. So this relates back to about a two, two and a half percent run in an hour's average, purely on the fact that now the facts. Remember, we, we've been saying this for two, three weeks. You know, what what can be forecast going forward? And the answer is. We can forecast very little because we don't know what to expect. We see this huge recovery in, 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 in specifically the U.S. markets, but, but globally we've seen this you know, recovery in stocks, but we still don't know what the physical effect is going to be on these companies. Now that you see these type of um, announcements coming out from Anasa, I think the market is just saying, well, you know, it's bad, but maybe the share price reacted a little bit worse you know, than, than originally anticipated. So let's let's um, let's make the adjustment again. Two percent up this morning, so good for Anasa. Very good indeed. Uh, a South African company, DRD Gold Limited, probably not one that you look at. This is the operating oh. update for the quarter ended 31st of March of this year. Of course, it doesn't do an Anheuser Busch. It doesn't give me the stuff that I need. It gives me. Uh, Rand per kilo, US dollars per ounce mm. uh, increase. Anyway, I'm trying to look for what I really need. Gold production reflected a 13% decrease quarter on quarter due to a 9% decrease in yield and a 4% decrease in tonnage. Yeah, mm. this, this company really needs a high gold price. That's all I can see from these results. So very similar to what we saw in Harmony yesterday. Very similar story. They, they, they start off by saying, yes, um, we, we, we saw an increase in EBITDA. 18%. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's looking good, and that was mostly driven by a higher gold price, a weaker rand. So th- they start off with the, let's call it the sweet, and then the sour comes. You know, as a result of the lockdown, we've had interruptions in business, and our, and our, and our output was, and, and then it addresses the, the, the production, which was a, you know, a lot lower. Very similar to Harmony. Harmony, again, this morning, um, just Touching, touching on the, on that negativity, so it's not recovering. We know normally is they drop nine percent. DRD also negative this morning, so clearly the market didn't really, really like the the fact that the production was down. Doesn't like we said this morning. We need we need to produce income. This is the perfect environment for most resource companies. We've got a weaker currency. We've got a stronger, stronger commodity price. If it's a gold company or platinum company, palladium company, we need to start getting these companies up to speed to get the taxes to start recovering. We're not going to be recovering sitting at home. We're not going to be recovering by listening to companies saying, we've got a problem, we're struggling with production. doesn't matter if it's a retail company, doesn't matter if it's a resource company, income. Okay. SAPI came out with its quarterly results, its first quarter results for 2020 today. It says the following. Again, these are messy results. I really, really wish that people would just say, for people like me, this is what happened during the last quarter. This is how much money we made. And these are the prevailing conditions that have affected us or boosted us. Okay, that's what I want. And then after that, people like you, uh, Skalk, can read through the the data and work out what on earth you're going to do with your sappy position or your potential sappy position. Okay, so <laughs> or no sappy position. Exactly. Earnings per share, excluding special items, was four U.S. cents, a decrease from the thirteen U.S. cents generated in the equivalent quarter last year. So from thirteen to four, that tells a story, doesn't it? 
Yes, oh, quarterly sales. Quarterly sales uh, was was you know, one point three million um, billion dollars. I mean, and we're looking um, at versus versus the previous quarter of one point five. So that's that's the story. I mean, we, we keep on getting back. I mean, you if the sales are going to be, you know, if we don't get the sales, you don't get the income, you don't get the working opportunities, and you don't get the taxes. So yeah, mm. that is. That is the problem. So yeah, Sappy, Sappy, under huge pressure. Uh, this morning it opened initially opened up negative, so it gave, gave us the idea. But I think uh, a lot of the a lot of the, 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 the people that hold the position went through the results and also came to the conclusion similar to ours that it's maybe maybe a little bit better than expected. And we're looking at a share price currently that is positive, sixty basis points, point six percent. Okay, well that's uh, that's something anyway because the rest of the market is rather um, what's the word I'm looking for here, Skulk on this on on this morning. It's a tentative, it's a tentative mm. morning, and of course we're waiting for the U.S. jobless claims, which are coming out uh, this afternoon at two thirty. The initial jobless claims, that is, but the big one tomorrow is what is the percentage total unemployment rate in the United States going to be? Some people saying twenty percent. I think that may be a little bit um, uh, stretched on the upside. Uh, rather downside if you're a pessimist. I think it could be 16.5%, What do you think? Yeah, I also think I also think 20% might be might be on the on the on the topish side. But but again, I think the closer we're going to get to that 20%, the quicker. And I can promise you this: the quicker Trump will open up that economy, uh, mm. or let's call it um, go out of a, a stronger lockdown. I yeah, mean, because we know that is this is this has been his claim to fame since he's taken over in power. Look at the, the unemployment rate. Look what I've done. Look how I've grown this economy. And I think if we're looking at an unemployment rate at those type of levels, I, I can't see yeah, him not reacting. He says I quite a lot, and then he qualifies it by saying, and of course I've got a great team around me or whatever. I saw it this morning. I have done this, I have done that, and I will do this again, which is absolute nonsense, of course. His, some of his policies, of course, have helped, and well done to him on that front. But um, what is uh, what is the payback in the future? Dollar Rand is 1865. British pound against the Rand, 2313. And the Euro Rand is 2016 with the Euro dollar at 108.05. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was down 0.9%. S&P was down 0.7%. But the Nasdaq, boosted by four or five stocks, up half a percent, bucking the trend massively. And this is becoming a trend now. It's been a trend for a while, but anyway. And the Dow Jones futures at the moment up 1.1%, and the S&P futures, because of the opening up of Germany, which has been announced by Angela Merkel in the last 24 hours, and she's done it very responsibly. Uh, anyway, people very happy about economies opening up. S&P futures are up 1.2% at the moment, Scalp. Let's have a look at commodities, if we can. Uh, gold is still mired below 1700 but it's up $3 today at 16.89 the platinum price is up $8 at 7.63 an ounce and the oil price has slipped back a little bit let's have a look at that one uh, west texas 23.79 down 0.8% brent crude 29.32 down 1 and a third percent so not much going there everyone focusing on these jobs numbers again last week i think yes. it was an increase of 3.8 million but anyway we know it's around about yes. I'm just sort of losing track now. It's been six yeah, weeks. Yeah, the, the consensus. How many? The consensus forecast is, is now. You know, they're looking at about three point two, uh, three point mm. two. So, so let, let's see. Let's see how that that, that comes out. I think the way we were expecting that uh, at two thirty this afternoon. So, let's let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Okay, on the JSE today, the top five to the upside. Itel Tile up four percent. Transaction Capital up two and two thirds. Two small caps. Aspen. 
Uh, that's not bad. It's suddenly doing quite well, actually. It's nearly 103, 133 rand per share, up 2.5%. Xaro up nearly 2%, and Growth Point up 1.9%. Nice to see a property company doing oh. well for a change. On the downside, Hammerson, talking of properties, down 8%. Telcom down 2.8%. Goldfields down 2 and 2 thirds. South 32 down 2.5%. Implats down 2.2%. Telcom is an interesting one. 90, hmm. Let's call it 19 rand a share. <laughs> do you let's remember, talk do you about funding year? let's talk about government funding and what government oh. does with it that obviously is a big impact what do you think that they do is it, i can't work it out because i'm not clever enough look at telcom and say 19 Lindsay. is it going to be 29 or 9 the next price so, so i want to i want to draw your clock back and, and you can go back and go and listen to this, this podcast I, I just want to tell the listeners i think you if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was was end of last year. Could have could have been maybe the beginning of this year. Yes. I mean, to, I mean, the last set of results. You actually called it. You said this company is going to trade below twenty rand soon. And I, I said twenty five. I think it was yeah, and it was at no, the time fifty five. It was twenty. I can actually remember this. Mm. And you were trading at nineteen nineteen bucks. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. It's a company that struggles. Remember, this this is a company that ex, ex really spent a lot of capex. I think I can recall around four point three, four point four billion. You know, we look, look at the last set of results um, on on expanding the the, the product specifically towards the mobile services. And you know, yeah, I think now, now it's a, now it's a, it's a worry because remember, I think I don't, th I don't think a lot of people are changing their service providers. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a very difficult environment to be in because remember, when we look at it globally, you know, the top performing sector um, globally has been the healthcare sector. We've touched on Aspen, but you know, globally, it's been very similar. The second best performing. Um, sector globally has been technology. You've alluded to the Nasdaq, Fang stocks. I mean, remember these companies are just consistently growing. We looked at Microsoft's results, expecting $1.28 earnings per share came out $1.45. It's, it's massive beats because remember, suddenly people are sitting on Teams and Zooms and those kind of things. Mm. Third best, third best performing sector globally has been. The communication sector. Now, for telecom, I think that is a slap in the face. When you sit in an environment where you, you, you're looking at globally, the communication sector is doing well. Why? Because people are sitting indoors. People are sitting doing nothing. The only thing they can do is watch Netflix, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, you know, their friends. For all of these things, you need, you need a, a proper communication service provider. Telcom is in the wrong space at the wrong time. It's a difficult position to be in. I don't want to make guess, and we've started off this conversation, you know, with which company is going to make it, which company is not going to make it. I don't want to say Telcom is not going to make it, but you know, if you're in the wrong, if you are Kodak <laughs> selling selling uh, little you know cameras while everybody's suddenly having having cameras on their phones, you're in the wrong position. You need to fix that and fix it soon. Exactly. My personal opinion is it's, it's overbloated, it's overstaffed. Um, the government will pull the plug. Uh, maybe that's a good thing. I just can't work out whether it's a good thing or, or a bad thing. But the inclination is that 
Maybe not 10 rand a share, but certainly 15 rand a share before 25 rand a share. What do you think about that as a theory? Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would join you on that one, yes. Okay, jolly good. Anything else you're looking at today, Skalk, that we haven't mentioned? No, I, I think we, we pretty much we pretty much covered it. I think we've uh, we've, we've we've said. I think the one thing I mean, you you said it this morning. You know, growth point is, is a positive. So so in an environment where the market is a little bit negative, we're looking at a at a, at a all share that's you know, negative close to half a percent today. You know, all the major indices are down. Property index are positive this morning. So I think that is a that is at least a, a positive that uh, our you know, local properties are looking a little bit better. Scout, thanks so much for your time this morning. Have a lovely weekend. We'll speak to Scout Lowe again on Wednesday evening. And Scout is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth. That was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.